and welcome to Lost in Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today, we are going to get lost in the lyrics of Epiphany by Taylor Swift. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. Hello! Hi. Um... Uh, how, how do you want to start this? Do you just want to do you want to move right into uh, our opening bit, or do we want to do life update things? Because I we kind of just much... had off air life update things. Yeah. So I guess we can just move into it, unless you want to do life update things. No, not really. Not much has changed since we potted last. So to our listeners. We're still, uh, staying at home. Right. Uh, oh, we got an email. Yeah, yeah, we we should shout out. We said we, sh- we said we would do that. Do we have to say their name? Do we say their name? Um, probably. <laughs> I mean. Sure. Like, what kind of a shout out is it if you don't say their name? But... Okay, Sh- shouting out to Avery. Thanks for emailing us. <laughs> <laughs> And we do mean that genuinely, regardless of how it sounds. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Like, I was really excited. I was like, oh, an email. It's another email that's like Spotify or my mom. But it wasn't. It wasn't Spotify or my mom. It was Avery. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, since we stopped uh, our SoundCloud, we've gotten a lot less emails. <laughs> So it's nice. It's nice to get one every once in a while. Oh right, because SoundCloud emailed us all the time. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. I was like, we used to get so many more emails, but now I remember they were all just SoundCloud. Yeah, I just get a notification whenever I get a new email from like my personal email or the pod email. So when I got a notification, I was like, there are no new emails in my inbox. And then I was like, oh wait, it's the pod inbox. And mm-hmm. then I checked, and there it was. Yeah, I use a different app for uh, the pod email, mostly just so I can have the pod email in my folder on my phone that says Lost in the Lyrics. Mm, um, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. What? Thank you. It, we really appreciate that participation. We're going to continue to encourage that participation um, from yeah. anyone who, who wants to participate. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, yeah, so uh how's the weather? Well, it's it's a little bit hot for my liking. It's been almost mm-hmm. 100 degrees for a few days, like the high has been in upper 90s. Today and yesterday were a little cooler, like just around 90 degrees, which is still too hot for my liking. Um humidity is not terrible. It's it's pretty dry. Summer's the driest part of the year here. Um, my chores are outside, which makes me, like, sort of, the weather is kind of making me dread going outside. Um, but, yeah, and we don't have air conditioning because a lot of people don't have air conditioning. The amount of, the amount of the year that is not hot doesn't, like, it's mostly not hot here, so it doesn't really justify, like, having, like, a full air-conditioned house. Like, we have a window unit, and it's in my parents' room. 
Yeah, and the humidity here isn't bad enough in the summer where you need the air conditioning to make it so it's not moldy and stuff. Right, So right. Yeah. We have air conditioning in my house because it's a newer house than yours, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, anywho, how is the book stuff? Um... I started reading a play in French, um, and then I didn't finish it. <laughs> I got through three out of five acts, which I think is pretty solid. That's pretty but good. Then, then it was just like too much of a commitment. <laughs> I'm impressed. It's a um, lot of brain power there. Yeah. As someone who doesn't know any French, that's very impressive. Like... You know, I would sort of get the gist of what's happening, um, but it's, like, kind of a boring play anyway, because it's, like, a classic, I guess. Which play? Um, I don't actually know what the English title is, but it's Les Justes, um, mm. and it's it's not a classic play in, like, a necessarily, like, theater major type of classic play, I don't think, but um, it's, like, by a well-known author so mm-hmm. um anyway yeah i did that um and that that's that's pretty much all that's of note i guess um yeah anyway uh do you want to tell us why you decided to choose this song for the podcast sure um well, you chose the last one, and so it was yeah. my turn, and I was listening to Taylor Swift's new album, and this song didn't make sense to me, and it didn't have cursing in it, <laughs> so that that's about it. That's a good enough reason as any. I was um, listening, and I was like, most of these songs either make sense to me, or don't make sense to me, but also have cursing. And this one was the one that didn't make sense and didn't have cursing. The middle part of the Venn diagram, huh? Right. So, it was ideal. And mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I've been listening to Taylor Swift. I mean, I, I like listening to Taylor Swift. Like, I, I uh, have a fair amount of nostalgia for her earlier albums, and I, I like listening to those. Um, but I don't... I I... Gave this album a shot because I have nothing else to do. And I was like, she's releasing new music. Sure. <laughs> Let's listen. Yeah. And I was surprised. I actually really liked the album. Um, I didn't really like this song as much, but that's just because it's like so mellow that I don't really know when to listen to it and not just be sad. Mm. Um, yeah. I thought it was very mellow and it didn't make sense to me. Not that it's a bad song. I just don't get it. And also... Um, I don't, I don't think that this song or this album is the kind of album that's like upbeat. It's like altogether a very mellow experience. And this is maybe one mm -hmm. of the most mellow songs on it. So that's saying something. Yeah. Um, when I listened to it, I guess my first thought was that it kind of was... It sort of, like, had the country vibes that Taylor Swift used to have, like, back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, instead of the more pop sound that, that she 
seems to have have had more recently, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah, I listened to it once. It was all right. Um, <laughs> I don't really go out of my way to listen to Taylor Swift generally. Right. Um, but uh, you know, she's had some good songs. I just don't really follow her at all. Yeah. I I think I follow her a little. I actually I didn't listen to her last album before this one. Um Lover I didn't listen to for I guess like a like basically and I didn't listen to the album until much after it had been released and then even then I didn't really like take any of it in. I just like noted the one or two songs I thought were catchy and like only listened to those. <laughs> um also, we have, I don't know, we're taking a risk. Taylor Swift has not been yeah. great for us in the past. Yeah, the last time we tried to do a Taylor Swift song, um, Elliot's computer. computer died. Yeah, um, it completely shut down. And then it had like a weird error message. And yeah. it was also kind and of so, supposed to be our Halloween episode. So Yeah, and we like stopped it like halfway through. We had, like, a good analysis, but then it ended. Yeah, we were analyzing, um, Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah. I think. Also, I think I think that's what it was. Also, didn't we, like, try to record it once before, and then on our second recording was when your computer died? Yeah, I think we tried before, and it was, like, something happened and it didn't work, and then- yeah. The second it was time like, my computer died. I think died. it might have been timing, but also our analysis was, like, really boring. And we were like, this isn't working. Um, and then we tried it again, and it just, yeah. Yeah. Taylor Swift, up until this point, has been haunted. Yes. Like, to do a Taylor Swift song is to, you know, test test the test the, whether or not yeah. the ghosts are gonna halt this. This is a risk. Yeah, we'll see what happens when we start reading the lyrics. I think, unless my computer gets so overheated with our lack of air conditioning that it shuts down, I think we'll be fine. But who let's knows? hope. Um, yeah. Okay. Um. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um. I can start. Okay. I'll just do the first four lines, I guess. Um, okay. Keep your helmet. Keep your life, son. Just a flesh wound. Here's your rifle. Alright, well, just a flesh wound is obviously a Monty Python reference. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Though, so we don't have um, rifles war? There. It could be a war. And it's like, here's your helmet. Like, maybe that's like a, like the kind of helmet that you wear when you're fighting, not the kind of helmet you wear when you're riding a bike. And then yeah. keep your life is like, uh, try to be alive and- Yeah. Don't die. <laughs> and, and, um, here's a rifle so that you can, like, do the, the stuff- Do the yeah, <laughs> go, do, go do the war is, like, maybe what they're saying. When it says helmet, I'm imagining those, like, 
um, weird ones that had the spikes on them from World War One. Hmm. Interesting. There's no real reason, just that those are funny helmets. Hmm. Um, and I didn't sleep enough. What was the practical, so. um, purpose of the spikes? I I don't know what the practical purpose of them was. I think it was just to look cool, but I want to know I what they know. look like now. I will Google. Um, I think they were like Russian, but I'm not really sure. It was I think it was it was something Eastern European, but spiky World War One helmets. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna Google. I see. I see. Um, the the ones with the single spike. Yeah, those are uh, they're um, German. Ah, uh, German. Well, Eastern European. Yeah. Uh. Um, they do look kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you think? I don't know. Do Do you feel low energy? Oh, I am so low energy. I almost took a nap before this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was we'll, like, I'm really tired. I'm going to close my eyes. We can keep it brief. Um. um all right. Uh, I'll read the next part, I guess. Um, Crawling up the beaches now. Sir, I think he's bleeding out. I And some things you just can't speak about. Um, right. so now it's making me think of World War Two. Okay, so it's war, it's war, um, they're, they're on a beach, uh, somebody says, sir, I think he's bleeding out, or maybe the narrator just says that, um. Yeah. It seems like the narrator is in some sort of position of power, um, due to the fact that, uh, they called, presumably, a soldier son, and- like, like they seem to be outside of the action of fighting the war, but they're still, like, in the midst of it, like, taking care of the sh- soldiers. So more of, like, a caretaker role than a fighting role. God, like, why um, are we talking about war? Because you chose a, a, a song for the line, Just a Flesh Wound. <laughs> I, I did not only choose the song for that line. I the song was notable because of that line, and after hearing that line, I decided, "Huh, I'll pay attention to the lyrics." And then it didn't make sense to me, and I thought, "Oh, this one isn't explicit. We can analyze this one." Mm-hmm. I saw briefly while I was googling this song to see if I had a Wikipedia page. Thanks, Wikipedia, for the sponsorship. Um, that we get zero dollars from our sponsor, um, Wikipedia. Go but, online uh, and use it. I I stumbled across some stuff that was like, this is about healthcare workers. Um, so oh. I don't know if that's like any better. Yeah, I mean it's still a war. It's, it's sad. just a different type. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I didn't just choose the song for that line, and <laughs> now I can can. What do you think the some things you just can't speak about is, like, um, um, death stuff? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 
bad. You look like... so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I... How much sleep did you get? Not enough, obviously. Yeah, I didn't so either, I'm ba- but... I'm babysitting tomorrow at 8 a.m., and my ske- sleep schedule has been sleep at, like, 2 or 3 a.m. and then wake up, you know, 10 or 11. Right. And obviously that's not going to work if I have to babysit at 8 a.m. Are you doing that in person? Yeah. Uh, so I overcompensated last night to make myself be tired by doing my normal going to bed, but then actually being awake when my cat woke me up early this morning. So mm. now I'm super tired, which will be good in like six hours. Well, I'm glad we didn't late night pod. Yeah. And that, if your if your body is like my body, that you will be tired now and not in six hours when you have to go to sleep. Probably. But here's hoping that this tiredness will stick with me. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll try and keep it mellow so that we don't wake you up accidentally. <laughs> uh, there's many things in the next six hours that could wake me up. What about, um, reading... The next part. Sure. With you, I serve. With you, I fall down. Down. Watch you breathe in. Watch you breathing out. Out. Uh, recently I've been engaging a lot with Twilight. Um, not just, not like, not the books, really. I don't read, I don't, I mean, I don't really read, but, um, but, it's making me think about how vampires don't breathe and um in in the twilight in the twilight universe and um and people do need to breathe <laughs> and that that it also makes me think about the coronavirus yeah um i was <laughs> when you mentioned twilight i thought that seems accurate because bella falls down a lot Oh, yeah. And Edward is creepy and watches her a lot. <laughs> yeah, she watch he he watches her sleep. Yeah. So she's just breathing basically. Yeah. Maybe that's that's it. <laughs> this is about We have another Yeah, but like some Twilight. of the vampires like went through wars, like Yeah. Like that's like the yeah, like I think Also, I mean, let's talk about the parallel of this potentially being about the coronavirus and Edward dying from the Spanish flu, which was oh, in World War One or during the time of World War One, which was when the Germans were wearing their spiky helmets. Excuse me, but Edward did not die of the Spanish flu. He died because Carlisle bit him. He was when going he was to die dying of the Spanish flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I yeah yeah I've been I don't know I I know too much now. Like they're extremely problematic books and films. Like the whole thing is very problematic, but it's also like there's so many gaps. Like I have so many questions as I was watching the movies with my uh with my family. We were like to make fun of them, but we were watching them again, and I just had so many questions that I ended up like on the Twilight Wikipedia fandom. Wikipedia! Wikipedia! <laughs> um, and, um, and it was just, like, really, 
I was I I had so many questions about like how different things worked and like I didn't know that a vampire could like have a kid with a human. Like apparently Nobody knew that until uh, Breaking Dawn. Apparently so. that's a thing that can happen. Um and um yeah. Also we have an episode about Twilight vaguely already. Yeah. Bad romance. Bad, yeah, bad romance. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you want me to read the next part? Sure. Man, this is making me think about Carlisle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Something med school did not cover. Someone's daughter. Someone's mother. Uh... It's about about Carlisle. It's about (laughs) the Cullen family and all of them. Like, the beaches could be, like... You know, like, the beaches that they can't go to because it's on the reservation where Jacob lives. Okay. And and the med school reference is about Carlisle because he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you have been engaging with Twilight too much. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it... There are, like, sort of, I I mean, the daughter and mother just, like, it doesn't really go with the Carlisle thing. I mean, I don't know. He has daughters. Kind of. Sort of. sort of. He has, like, people that he turned into vampires, and, like, I guess that makes him their dad? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't really know how that works, but I think that's how that works. It's more that they happen to be, like, four to six years younger than him. Did you know that vampires get frozen at their mental ages? Yeah. Imagine being stuck being 17 forever. Yeah, it wouldn't be great. That would suck. It's like there's some, some, like, mental, I guess, growing that you can do while stuck in that state of being 17 but like not really enough uh to emotionally grow yeah you're like you can grow in like with an underdeveloped knowledge like your brain is not fully developed you're like yeah left in the like halfway you're almost there but not quite and so you just don't ever have like full brain development like that's wild yep um do you want me to read the next part? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Did not cover? Did not cover? Did not cover? Like, uh, like uh, masks? Um, I was thinking of, like, uh, the med school did not cover. Okay, like, uh, yeah, but, like, what if it's also the masks? Yeah, I mean, it works in both cases, I guess. I don't know. How did med school not cover someone's daughter? Um, no, I was thinking that something med school did not cover, full stop, someone's daughter, someone's mother, like, oh, this is such a terrible situation, this person is someone's daughter, someone's mother. Okay, but- Med school didn't cover how to emotionally deal with this. Okay, yeah. Or, like, it. the person- is someone's daughter and someone's mother, and Carlisle's like, med school did not cover whether or not I should bite them and make them turn into a vampire. 
Yeah, but I don't think he. I don't think any of the people, any of the women he turned into a vampire were like in the hospital when he did that. So. Well, I, you don't. I don't know. I mean, you read the books. I don't know. I did read the books. <laughs> Rosalie was like lying on the street or something. Oh yeah. And uh, I think Esme was like on a cliff or something like that. I don't know. But I don't think she was in a hospital. I think I, that was just Edward. D- what if it's like med school didn't account for like family members being affected by the coronavirus? Like your family members, like a person's family members? Yeah, I mean, that is kind of betrayed by the, uh, like, I can't think of words, um, by the fact that, like, it, it's putting it outside, the daughter and mother are outside of the narrator. Mm-hmm. Like, someone's not mine. I guess. Do you wanna, wait, who's, who's reading? Is it my turn or yours? Um, I think it's my turn to read. I don't really know. Alright, yeah. I can, I can read it, though. Okay. Holds your hand through plastic now. Doc, I think she's crashing out. And some things you just can't speak about. Okay, so is it trying to draw parallels between disease and war? Um, I think that's likely. I, I'm i kind of interested in the fact that in the first part, um, when the narrator was referring to another person, it was using, like, son and sir and sort of, like, masculine uh, pronouns slash, like, terms. Um, and now... With the previous, with daughter and mother, and now she's, it's somehow more feminine, um, which I think is interesting. Do you um, think it's, like, a parallel between, like, um, people in war, like, in the first one, it's, like, a, the person is from the perspective of someone who's in war and is making decisions responsible for other people's lives, and then um, in the second one, it's maybe some, the person is from the perspective of someone who's in who's a doctor during, like, a pandemic or something who is having to make decisions about other people's lives. Yeah, I think I think that's, that's possible. It could also be talking about, like, the duality of, like, uh, specifically around World War I and the Spanish flu, where, um, you know, people were off dying in war. Well, let's, uh, men were off dying in war. Um, cause there weren't women soldiers other than ones who disguised themselves. Anyway, um, you know, uh, people were off dying in war and then like the home front typically classified as like the women's side of things was, uh, also people were dying. Except what the about flu. someone who was disguised as a guy, as a man and then got, then war happened and the person got injured and then they were dying in a hospital. Yeah. And then they're like, whoops, uh, med school didn't cover how to treat a soldier who's actually someone's daughter and someone's mother. Yeah. Or like, right. And then maybe at that point the person's like, surprise, I, I identify as female, but previously disguised myself so as to fight in my father's place. It's about Mulan. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think Mulan wore a helmet, though. Oh. Also, no, yeah. she didn't have a rifle. Oh, no, yeah, Mulan did. Well, Mulan yeah, she helmet. probably did wear a helmet, but she didn't have a rifle. The Chinese, like, invented gunpowder. Can this not be That's Mulan true. taking place, like, a little bit later in history? She did use that little cannon thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. I, I, they're identical objects. Same thing. Yeah, obviously. I don't know. I think there's some there's something there. <laughs> yeah. With Mulan. Or vampires. Or a situation that's like Mulan, but isn't Mulan. Mulan as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should I read the next part? Uh, yeah, sure. Only 20 minutes to sleep, but you dream of some epiphany. Just one single glimpse of relief to make some sense of what you've seen. Okay. And then everything else is repeated from earlier. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thought. Yeah. So here's my thought. Um... So this is about Mulan, but this is an alternate Mulan, wherein Carlisle, in all of his, like, random wanderings, being a very old vampire, was in China around the time that Mulan was living. And also Mulan has a rifle. Yes, and also there were (laughs) rifles. Um, And he happened to enlist as the doctor as a doctor in the Chinese army and he was like taking care of Mulan and he's like should I just turn her into a vampire um I don't know it seems like this guy cares a lot about her but like he's got to go sleep on it Mm, um okay and then maybe there's like some uh other vampire in the vicinity who uh has some sort of dream uh superpower type thing where they can like manipulate the dreams of people and that vampire manipulates his dreams and is like this is a good idea uh you know let's let's make some sense mulan's cool uh what then what's what's the um some things you just can't speak about uh, the fact that he's a vampire. Oh, uh, okay, obviously. <laughs> what about- <laughs> You're right, sorry. I, I I didn't think about that until I said that. Well, Just, I, <laughs> but... I, I, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. What about- And then with you, I serve is obviously, like- Well, also, they, like, if they form, like, a little oh, vampire also, family. It, like, it also could be, um, like, a Because- And this line, it says- it's addressing the doctor, so perhaps it's. I think his name isn't his name Shang, the the Shang is the, guy. the soldier that yeah Mulan, the guy from Mulan. like they fall in love or whatever yeah. So this could be Shang talking, Doc. I think she's crashing out, and some things you can't speak about. Um, and it could be like he can't speak about how he was attracted to Mulan when she was dressed as a man. Yeah, he can't um, talk about that because that would be too, too much. 
But also maybe since he's a general, he knows about Carlisle's vampirism. Why would being a general allow someone to know that? I don't know. Position of power, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so they're like, okay, so Shang's like, they're like one night before this happens. They're like bonding. And Shang's like, hey, you're a white guy. And like, tell me a secret. And like, I'll tell you one about me. And like, Carl, I was like, okay, I'm a vampire. And then Shang's like, no way, I'm bisexual. And then they have like a moment. Yeah. That definitely happened before this song happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just, you know, having a little uh, truth or dare session. Yeah. Or it was like, uh, maybe it was a, a Never Have I Ever, and uh, Carlisle was like, Never Have I Ever Fallen in Love with a Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And Chang was like, Never Have I Ever Drank Someone's Blood. <laughs> Pal, I, I want to read this fanfiction. <laughs> The Mulan Twilight crossover <laughs> fan fiction obviously uh, needs to happen. I don't know if you don't write it. I mean, I might. I have a lot of time. <laughs> I have uh, a lot of time and a vague idea of the plot of Twilight. Hey, uh, listeners, we'd love to hear from you if you want to write this delightful story. <laughs> My gosh, if 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 we have a listener out there who's like. Secretly, like, oh, man, like, they've been secretly, like, oh, I don't want to participate. Like, I'm so, I'm so nervous about participating. But boy, do I love writing fanfiction about Mulan. And do I love writing fanfiction about Twilight. This is your opportunity. Or even just one or the other. Yeah, this is your opportunity to participate with us. I would, we would happily, I would, you know, if you wrote a reasonable length Twilight Mulan crossover fanfiction, I would record a special episode of me reading it. So, <laughs> please do that, someone. We could uh, we could record a, a special episode of both of us reading it, paragraph by paragraph, switching off. Yeah. We could do voices. Yeah. Make it into an good. audio drama. I love doing voices when I read fanfiction out loud. Um, <laughs> Whenever I do that. <laughs> If you if you don't even want to write a traditional fan fiction, you could write like a script and we could it could just be a dialogue between Chang and Carlisle. I really like this. <laughs> so this, this is some just new, putting it out there. This is really good. Like Carlisle totally could have gotten to China. Carlisle, like he can run like, really he's fast. A vampire. Yeah, he never gets tired. Like he'll yeah. he could get to China. He's trying to run away from the Italian vampire cult. He had to go somewhere far away. And he Why went to not China? China? Right. And he brought white rifles with him. Yeah. From Italy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know the the timeline of rifle invention, but I don't either. It could I'm- also just be uh Carlisle's limited knowledge of weaponry terminology that they causes him to say rifle. Right. He's like, you know, that like cannon thing, but because I don't know yeah. like how to say it, I'm just gonna say rifle because I don't Or I don't maybe know. he doesn't he doesn't know the word in Chinese. Oh yeah. Do you think do you think Carlisle speaks Chinese? Well I mean if he would have to learn, wouldn't he? 
because they they wouldn't know English. Right, right. Or Italian, I guess. And again, he's a vampire. He has unlimited mental capacity. I mean, he actually has limited mental capacity because he gets frozen at his mental age and maybe his brain isn't developed all the way. He's like 23. It's kind of creepy when you think about it. I don't know. Yeah. So apparently, early the origins, according to Wikipedia, today's sponsor, according to Wikipedia, the rifle, (laughs) the rifle, um, the earliest, like, models that resembled rifles seem to be from 15th century Europe. Hmm. I don't know when Mulan took place. Way, probably way before that, but maybe not. Would you Google? Would you would up. you look on Wikipedia for me, please? What is on your shirt? Um, it's a Beatles logo. Oh, that's delightful. I like the Beatles. Yeah, it happened way before. It happened before Carlisle was born, unfortunately. <laughs> well, <laughs> this it. is an AU. Um, this is another universe. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's yeah silly. It could be another. Like Doctor Vampire. No, I think it's Carlisle. Okay. Um. Anyway, it was like it says uh, between 420 and 589 CE. So, oh. well, yeah. I mean, Carlisle. I, it's a it's an alternate universe. We don't have to explain yeah. it to anyone. If no one, if someone doesn't get it, they don't get it. That's okay. When we read the fan fiction out loud, they'll get it, and it'll make sense, and they'll be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, he uh time traveled. Right. He was like, I you know, like, I Do you think Car- I feel like there's uh, got to be a vampire who can time travel somewhere out there. Right. Or or he was just like, oh, I have all this time on my hands. So I'm going to invent a time travel machine and travel back to my favorite moments in uh Disney animated films. Yeah. And so he just went and did that cuz he can. Mm-hmm. Because he's a yeah, vampire. why not? And he can do anything he wants. All right. He's this actually was... Carlisle from years and years and years in the future. Oh, when yeah. When time travel was invented. Right, right, yeah. You're right, Alice saw it yeah. coming. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's he's not a young vampire. He's a really, really old vampire. Obviously. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Um, do you want to move into the next part of the pod? Oh, sure. Sure. I don't really have anything to say, but sure. Uh, about flags? Yeah, I mean, I only have- I have- I actually- I have something to say about D&D. Okay. It kind of relates to flags. It's like- Do you want to go for Extremely loosely it? related to flags. Okay. So, uh, I was doing some- I- I also babysit- but I don't do it in person. I just do like video call hanging out to entertain for a while, like be keep a child busy so that they're not bored. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I babysit this kid and his mom wanted me to do some D&D stuff with him. So I made up some D&D stuff for him and I was like kind of walking him through this adventure and he asked me, what does the flag of this country look like? And I was like, well, you you should ask like if your character would know that 
because that's role playing. So my advice is when mm-hmm. you're playing D&D, you should role play and and not okay. say like, oh, I asked for directions. Instead, you should be like, my character says, which way is the way to the art museum? And then that's that's just it's better. It's easier for me, too. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's my advice. Only very loosely related to flags. Cool. Um, so last we talked, I had 12 hats, I think, and I was working on the 13th. Now I have 15, and I'm working on the 16th. That's very impressive. Um, I also have... Pretty soon you'll be 16 going on 17. Yeah, and then I'll be 17 going on 18, and that's a whole lot more mature. Um. (laughs) Okay. I have, uh... Seven little dish scrubber things. Hmm. Um. I actually have eight, but the eighth one isn't identical to the other seven, so I don't really count it. Um. Those seven are ten, ten stitches across and twenty rows, and the other one was like twelve by sixteen or something. So. Just the dimensions are a little different. Are it's not like sizes it's called not gauges. Uh, no, the gauge is how many stitches and rows are in like an inch. Usually, it the gauge that they'll give you is four inches by four inches. Um, like it'll say it on the yarn, and it'll say like using size eight needles, stockinette stitch. It's this many stitches by this many rows for four inches by four inches square. Is stockinette stitch where you ri- where you where you knit one side and purl the other side? Yeah. Also, are the knitting needle sizes just called knitting needle sizes? Yeah. All right. I'm. I just want to learn there's, um, more. There's different sizes. So the U.S. sizes are like these ones are thirteen. Mm. Um, and then the ones As I was using. Listeners can see. Yeah. Yeah, the ones I'm holding in my hand. The ones I use for my uh, dish scrubbers are 13. Um, the ones I use for my hat are size 8 and size 10. Um, the ones I use for my sweater, the sonnet sweater, were size 6. This is very um, good information. Yeah, this is really practical stuff. Um, but they also will have like a millimeter size on them. So these uh, oops, size 13 needles say that they're 9 millimeters. Um and I think the European, that's the European size, is the millimeter sizes. Um, oh, yeah. Which, you know, makes sense. But, yeah, so there's, like, U.S. sizes and um, how like did European How much does stuff. going up a size in knitting needles increase in millimeters? Like, from one to two, how many millimeters is added? Um, I'd have to go get some. Just a sec. All right. Well, um, okay. I I don't know what to say. I'm gonna just like look through these and see if we can find some answers. Okay. They don't all have the European size on them. Okay, so an 8 is a 5 millimeter. 
Um, and 13 is 9 millimeter. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Here on Lost in the Lyrics, where we give you information that you totally needed to know. I was curious because because I've learned how to cut my own hair in this situation, and the hair cutting guards increase by three millimeters usually. Like like there's one oh, which is three a lot millimeters less than that. and six. Nope. What am I saying? And then six millimeters is a two, and uh, nine millimeters is a three, and and so on. So. I think it's it's got to be less than a millimeter for well, yeah, size. probably. And I'd imagine that... Uh, is that in radius or in diameter? I have no idea. I have no idea. Or in circumference? I'd guess diameter, Um, but I don't know. Interesting. So. All right, well, we got you some answers, which is that we don't know... <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure Wikipedia uh, has something to say about this, though. Probably. Um, it doesn't really matter that much. Um, it sure honestly. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it sure doesn't. But if you want to learn things, um, head over to Wikipedia. <laughs> and brings us to our sponsorship for the day. You know what? If you feel so inclined to look it up, I probably won't. Um, so I'd be really grateful if you email us <laughs> what you find. But also, like, we could do that, but I'm just, like, not curious enough to, like, bother. Right. Go on over to our sponsor, Wikipedia, at Wikipedia, and do some research. It doesn't have to be... You know, you don't have to go too deep into it. Like, Wikipedia-level depth will suffice. <laughs> Knitting and needle then, sizes. <laughs> right. And then so, there will probably be a chart. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Send us a nice brief summary yeah. uh, at, at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Yes. We'll be waiting for these answers. And for your fanfiction mm-hmm. submissions. Yes, we we would love a Twilight Mulan uh dialogue fanfiction or regular fanfiction. I'm not picky. Uh, my question is does who ends up together in this fanfiction? Like does everything go as planned and Shang is like, yeah, I'm like with Mulan or whatever. Shang or is with is it- Mulan, but Carl Carlisle develops a crush on Shang. Right. Like I would, well, I would think that Shang would develop a crush on Carlisle because Carlisle is supposed to be like, Im- like absurdly attractive or something. Yeah, but like Shang's already too far deep with Mulan. All right. Okay. And he's like, she's a girl, so like I can legitimately marry her. So that's pretty cool. Plus, right. I just found out Carlisle's a vampire, and that's a little complicated. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. All right. Um, yeah. How long is this podcast episode? Not too long, actually. Wow. Good job, us. Yeah. Um, do you want me to wrap up? Yeah, sure. So, today, we got Lost in the Lyrics of Epiphany. And we learned that it's about 
an alternate universe Mulan that also involves Carlisle from Twilight. Alternate universe Mulan Twilight crossover. <laughs> Thank um, you for being more concise. Yeah. Uh, I think Taylor Swift writes her songs, so... Uh, thank you. This is and sometimes she writes with other people. You should probably credit the yeah, other person. No, I I know. I tried looking it up, but this song is too new. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. But it does have at the bottom of AZ lyrics. Oh, does it? Yes. Okay. Thanks. It also uh, says what the song's about. It <laughs> in the bottom cool. of AZ lyrics. <laughs> Look at us. Anyway, um. Thank you to Aaron Brooking Desner as well as Taylor Swift for writing it. And I to Taylor Swift for singing the it. AZ lyrics description, because it is definitely not about what they think it's about. Let's not get us banned from our uh, other sponsor, AZ lyrics. You're right, you're right. Um, this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who you interact with on social media. If you have any questions, uh, answers, um, fan fiction submissions, or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at litlpod, or email us at lostinthelyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners, especially Avery this episode, for your support and enthusiasm. Yay, we hope Avery. you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get Lost, Lost in the Lyrics. lyrics. Have a dandy day. Email us.